talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder is underwritten by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa, cindyschulte.com, and Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. Good morning, everybody, and thank you for joining us this morning around the Catholic Women Now coffee table. <laughs> I know that sounds very picturesque, like we got a little red, white checkered tablecloth here, and we're sipping our coffee, but <laughs> keep thinking that. That's what we want you to think. It's it's radio theater here. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Drinking coffee as well. They're thinking we're drinking coffee, but yeah. I was just told by my doctor, no more coffee. Well, caffeine's not good for you, and it's not good for the vocal cords and yeah. all that oh, kind and of stuff. Yes, you're yeah. right. I and know. you know what? But he told me I have an allergy. To, to coffee? Yes, and I don't drink that much, and I really do like well, it. Well, that's really interesting. I, know. I didn't so, know you could get an allergy to coffee. Yes, yeah, so you can imagine Chris Magruder around the coffee table with her tea. <laughs> yes, sipping tea, sipping tea. Tea's good. Tea is mm. good. I'm kind of getting yes. into just a little bit of tea because I've been drinking too much caffeine. Green but, teas, white teas, red teas. That's a whole show in itself. We could talk about the power and the, all the health yeah, benefits of it. Yeah, <laughs> we could. We could. Well, today on our show, we're excited. We're going to have Judy Klein join us. Judy is... An amazing woman. She's has many life experiences, and Judy will use the word incredible tragedy and miraculous glory simultaneously struck in her life in the same sentence. Yeah. So she, you want to lean into her and listen to her today. She's going to be talking about her latest book, Mary's Way, The Power of Entrusting Your Child to God. And what appropriate time right before Mother's Day. This is the month of May, and honor our Blessed Mother that we talk about entrusting our children because, you know, as parents even grandparents, mm -hmm. we all are concerned about our kids and we worry and we have those difficult times with them. And it's how do you find that peaceful surrender and all that? And well, I'll tell you what, I, I have just done recently the Marian consecration. I'm, I'm redoing it again. And it is incredibly helpful. I mean, my youngest son right now is in his final finals week and he's got a fever and he wants to graduate at four o'clock on Friday and yet I'm not sure he's going to get all this dust taken so I'm kind of entrusting that to Mary normally I'd be freaking out you know and it's lifelong that's I mean your it son's is. in college I've got one going off to college mm -hmm. my last one and it's I'm still like surrendering okay Mary help me fill in the gaps well, be I, there with yeah, her you know I always thought that once my kids kind of got out of the house I'd, I'd be able to let go of a lot of things but boy you're always there that you they always say that you're always their parent and you yes. really still feel that you're always on your knees for them mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. you're always on your knees for them yeah so, but yeah. I'll tell you the entrustment thing that she's going to talk about what peace it gives. That's right. It it's does. finding that peace among all that. And that is really important because when you, we can remain peaceful, then we can operate. We can work through that. We can see things we weren't able to see before because we have that peace. And so the clarity is there. Yeah, the emotion, a little bit of the emotion kind it's, of gets, uh -huh. um, the edge gets taken off. But a most little. importantly, we start to see God's will. And mm -hmm. that is. That's another level of peace and trust in mm -hmm. yes, as well. Absolutely. So, so listen in because she has yes. some great wisdom to share with us. She does. And then we have the Catholic Women Iowa Catholic Radio Walk. It's so funny because my daughter Addie, you know, she's she's at Dowling doing some missionary stuff, and she goes, "Did you hear about this this women's walk? You know, for from for Mary to walk from Ein or from to Ein Kiernan to see Elizabeth? They're doing this thing for Iowa Catholic Radio." I go, "Uh huh." 
that's Catholic women now. <laughs> For three years now, you know, she's been gone, so she's just cracking up, but she's doing it. Well, we we have a Facebook page, and if you will go to Iowa Catholic Radio, click on events, and go to the events for Walk with Mary in May, um, click on the Facebook page and join the group because we're posting um, inspirations, photos. If you have a prayer intention, please let us know. Get, go on and introduce yourself because there have been... I've been adding a lot of members this past week. So there's a lot of you out there. We know they're walking with Mary to Elizabeth's house during this month of May. And what we're asking is you pray the rosary. It's an average. Of, you walk an average of three miles a day to complete the 80 miles and pray for our country. And then we'll offer any personal attentions anybody may have as well. And on May 31st, which is the feast day of the, Annunci- of the visitation, we're going to have a mass at 6 o'clock at St. Augustine in the Adoration Chapel, followed with a little dinner, and we're going to celebrate. Very we're good. Celebrate. I guess i got to mark my calendar. Mark your calendars. <laughs> yes, that's right. So we'll celebrate. We had a little celebration last year, too. Oh, after very, the good. So very good. Well, we should open us. in prayer. Let's do that. Let's give this, dedicate this next half hour to our Blessed Mother. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. we got other events going on. Man Up event is coming up May 8th. Go to the iowacatholicradio.com website. Click on that. We've got some. It's it's geared towards young people, so get you, if you have young adults in your house or teenagers, go... Um, Father Shetta from Iowa State Catholic Center is going to be there. Father Mark Owosu from Drake's Newman Center is going to be there. And this girl named Addie Magruder is wow. going to be there. She gets two shout-outs today. Uh, She's not she even does. probably able to listen right now. I wonder either. if her ears are ringing. <laughs> <laughs> so they're having mass and rosary, but you can go to the iowacatholicradio.com website and check out the details for that mm-hmm. and register. Mm-hmm. Oh. And text us if you have any questions for us today or for Judy Klein. You can call or contact, excuse me, not call, but Text us on our contact line, 515-223-1150. And 1150 is easy to remember, people. You know that those are call numbers. So 515-223-1150. Yes, we'd love to hear from you. We've mm-hmm. got it all ready. It's all up here. The screen's ready. So I'm looking at the screen. Send I'm, I'm, your I'm questions. moving the mouse. It's ready to go if you guys keep text us. So. Keep, uh, keep Chris busy here <laughs> That's with right. the text. That's all right. Right. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Te- taking in the text. <laughs> Looking at my script, talking to you, talking to Judy, I'm going to be like doing all sorts of tasks it's at a, once. It's a new, it's a new endeavor here as in broadcasting. <laughs> We're breaking new ground. Multitasking <laughs> here. Well, thank you to Cindy Schulte of Farm Bureau Financial Services for underwriting our show, Catholic Women Now. Cindy is a good friend of ours and an authorized independent agent. She and her team provide health insurance options from Wellmark, Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Iowa, and that's a tough thing to do these days here in Iowa. So she is here to make insurance simple for you. She's committed to helping you prepare for your future and protect what matters most to you. So let her help you through any of the stages of life or um, answer any of your questions you have. You can reach her at cindyschulte.com or 515-226-2111. All right. Well, we're excited to welcome in today Judy Klein. She was busy raising five children and studying for a PhD when, in bioethics, no less, when tr- incredible tragedy struck and a miraculous glory simultaneously happened at the same time. She is a wife, mother, grandmother, widow, theologian, author, speaker, and a newlywed. 
And she's a pastoral <laughs> counselor. And she has started the founder of MemoriMinistries.com. But you know what, ladies, don't let those titles behind her name scare you off. She has learned her greatest lessons in the school of suffering, in the fields of redemption and restoration. And Judy joins us today to talk about her latest book, Mary's Way, The Power of Entrusting Your Child to God. Well, welcome to the Catholic Women Now Coffee Table, Judy. Good morning. I'm so happy to talk to you ladies today. I just finished my double cappuccino, so I'm good to go. All right. I was going to ask you what your drink was, if it's coffee or tea. I do a big, huge cappuccino in the morning. Oh, Only gosh. One. Are you one of those people who once you get that coffee in you, you're fine, but if you don't get it, you get up and you have a headache? Yeah. Uh, have, you're addicted. You're it. addicted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She's calling you out on the air here, Julie. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I own it, but I love it. It's good. <laughs> Pretend I'm, I'm in Italy. That's where I always, I was studying for bioethics at, at a school in Italy. I was doing a, a long-distance program, but going there about four times a year to study. And so oh, everywhere you go, you smell coffee in the air. And oh, I just adore oh. that smell. <laughs> oh, I do that. like that coffee I smell, too. too. I do, too. Oh. Well, Judy, let's um, let's talk a little bit, of, just a little bit about you here. Uh, you use these descriptions, which I find fascinating, of incredible tragedy and miraculous glory in the same sentence. Tell us a little bit about your life that you would use those descriptions that brought you to that. Yeah, so we had uh, a year in our lives, I, I, I jokingly call it the year from hell, but honestly, it was the year from heaven, because it was the year when God, God's glory really b- broke through our lives in a way that I had not imagined before. And um, the year started with my husband having a minor heart attack and four cents put in his heart. And then um, about three months later, my, my brother, this is, you know, going to shock people, but he, he shot and killed himself and his wife, um, uh. supposedly, you know, as a mercy killing because she was suffering from an illness. And um, so we were reeling from that um, when my 19-year-old came home and t- informed us she was pregnant after her first year of college. And so that was like set us on a trajectory of trying to get the house ready for a baby. And, you know, while a baby is never a tragedy, it's a, it's a big jolt in your life when suddenly you're, um, you know, your 19-year-old is having a baby. <laughs> so yes. we, were, we were dealing with that. And um, all of a sudden in September, my son really spun out of control with a, a serious drug addiction that we had to do an intervention for. And we had just come back from um, family week in December and my ba- my daughter's baby was due. At Christmas Eve came, and she went into labor. And my husband had a massive heart attack, the widow mother, uh. which kills you in three minutes. So he, he miraculously survived that insult to his heart. I was actually at the hospital with her trying to get her settled in, in labor and delivery. And I had to switch over and run to a new hospital and to, to across the lake 45 minutes away to get the baby delivered. In any case, um, it was really kind of a crazy moment and so we spent 90 days almost in the ICU with him hanging on to life by a thread he was in a coma for six weeks they didn't expect him to make it every single day of those six weeks and ultimately he woke up and um, he earned the name Miracle Man which is the name of my first book because he came out of that coma um, to tell me that he had died and he had met God now I had been praying for my husband's conversion for 25 years so you know, you ladies who have a husband that's not on the same page as you spiritually, I want to give you hope or stop praying. You know, sometimes we feel like we're in this alone and we're trying to carry the weight of a spiritual formation of the whole family on our back, and I felt that way. Oh. And yet, um, in that moment of incredible tragedy, 
the glory that showed up was that he met God. (laughs) He said he saw his body, his soul leave his body, and he went to heaven. And he he wasn't permitted to enter, actually, and he was sent back to make amends with God himself and and the people in his life. Wow. And so, yeah, that was a pretty incredible thing. And on the way back, he really passed through. He had an experience of the darkness, his, his dark side. Um, which was extremely terrifying and traumatic. And um, when he came back to tell me about this, because the night we had gotten there when his heart stopped beating, they had to shock his heart three times to keep him alive that night, which was the night I really felt that he had died. And six weeks later, he's telling me, yes, in fact, he did die. (coughs) But he had a whole new mission and purpose in life, and that was to tell people about the love of God, how much God loves them and how much they didn't even begin to understand. And he said, my husband was an entrepreneur and a wheeler and dealer and a man that lived to make the deal. And he said, I will never work for money again. I don't know what I will do when I get out of this place. But I will spend the rest of my life spreading the message of God's love because people need to know how much God loves wow. them. Wow. Well, that right. makes me want to read your Miracle Man book. Yeah, we're well, not I, talking about that today. Well, you know, we're going to have you back on the show again we and talk need, about the Miracle yes. Man because this is really a great thing. But I think it also tells our listeners that you have experienced tremendous suffering, not only with your husband, but with your children. And as yeah. um, as parents, we are going to experience that, you know, tragedies or trials with our kids. So how do we walk through that? Um, what was what would you recommend uh, the first step and how we start entrusting our children to God? Well, first step is recognize there is a God and it ain't you. <laughs> That's, <laughs> the lesson to learn. That's literally the hardest lesson to learn. I think so often we don't realize how often we play God and insist that our will be done. And so life gives us all this opportunity as we bump up against things not going the way we hoped or wanted or expected or prayed for to realize, well, actually, I'm not God and I'm not in control. So the, the first step upon that realization is that I actually can surrender my life to a God who, who, who is in control um, and, let him, and let him be um, the ruler of my life. You know, so often in Catholic circles, growing up Catholic, we don't hear about making God the Lord of our life. We think we're the Lord of our life. Mm-hmm. And um, we have to have this massive, as Joseph Rassing or Pope Benedict XVI calls it, a Copernican shift where we put Jesus Christ at the center of our life and realize he's the Lord and ruler of our life. And we live in the posture of Our Lady, which is in surrender with our hands open to the will of God. That's a radical, different, a radically different position to live in than with our hands grasping for our will to be done. You know, it's interesting that you were saying to recognize that we are not Lord. I think, you know, we laugh about that, but we really do take that on. We do mm-hmm. really do take control and think that we're kind of, we lord over our lives, we lord over our children. It is something we have to pay attention to and recognize so that we don't do that and we put the Lord in the place where he is God and we're not. Amen. And life gives us plenty of opportunities to learn that lesson, mm-hmm. whether it's as I, I write so segue to Mary's way with a chapter on each of my children. And I, one of my chapters is about my oldest daughter, Kara Klein, who's a singer and a beautiful Christian missionary. Who, she by the way, has been on our show. Different. We've had her on. <laughs> yeah. she, she was a very, very colicky baby. So I always wanted to be a mother. I bring this baby home and she screamed for the first four months of her life. So mm. <laughs> I, that was the first lesson in motherhood where I realized, whoa, I'm not in control. This is not going the way that I thought it was going to go. Right. That can be very, very stressful for a brand new mom to have an a, a extremely colicky baby who doesn't sleep and just screams constantly. So that was my first big lesson in realizing, well, there is a God, and I've got to learn to surrender to God, so I need to learn to pray. And so prayer becomes really the way mothers have to live, being on their knees, 
surrendering everything, letting God, just saying, Lord, thy will be done. You know, yes, we can take authority over things. Yes, we can ask for miracles. Yes, we should ask for healing. Of course, those are all part of the ways we pray as mothers. I call that the prayer of petition. But the prayer of surrender is when that prayer is not getting answered the way we want. We say, okay, Lord, you have a higher purpose in this. Thy will be done. I surrender to you. And that's a, that takes the edge off of getting angry and thinking we're in control. Mm. And that is such, and Mary examples that so well in her life. She does. You think that's about- her posture, her entire walk with, with the Lord from his conception until she stands at the foot of the cross, you know, watching him on the Via Dolorosa carrying the cross. And she doesn't jump in the way, throw the guards on the ground and scream and yell and kick and pitch a fit and say, no, my son's not going to die. This can't happen. She offers. She willingly participates in the sacrifice of the cross by offering Jesus to God. And this is a very different posture than so many of us take with our children, (laughs) right? Active surrender to the will of God, active participation in in surrendering everything to God. It reminds me, you know, I've heard this so many times, the idea of if if you're not getting, you know, you're not going to change God. So sometimes you have to change your prayer if it's not being answered the way, you know, change your change your prayer. And I think that's part of the surrender. It's funny because I just recently changed my prayer with one that I'd been praying for for a long time for my kids. And I just changed it just right now. So I'm hearing you. I'm he- The Holy Spirit's speaking through you to me today, Judy. Well, and I think also part of that surrender is just, you know, accept is surrendering the fact that, like you said, Judy, is that no matter what happens, that is God's will. And to remember that's God's will and not necessarily something else coming in, but it is God's will and to to cooperate with that moment of grace that can happen in that situation. Yeah, so God God doesn't will suffering and he doesn't send suffering. Life has its own amount of suffering because we live in a fallen world. What God does is permit suffering for our good. I mean, we're told in Romans twelve twelve, God works all things together for those who love God and are called according to his purposes. And so we, this is what faith is. It's participation in God's own self-understanding so that we're able to see the bigger picture through an eternal perspective and see it from the way God's working it out for the good and trust in that. Trust mm-hmm. is a key issue here because so often we don't trust God. Yeah. And we don't realize we don't trust God until we bump up against suffering. And then it's like, oh, no, God, you, 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 you're trying to destroy me or you don't really love me. And then we come up against, well, do I really trust God? That God's providential will guides my life every single day, and then this is all going to work for my good. So <laughs> that's the challenge, you know. Um, do we trust God, and will we will we open our hands and surrender in the face of suffering? But I also say, in Mary's way, we think we're meant to change God through prayer, which is a mistake. Prayer is meant to change us. It's meant to conform us to the mind of Christ and to the image and likeness of Christ. Hmm. motherhood we think we're, we're meant to change the world through motherhood and that is true to some extent but motherhood is meant to change us hmm. it's meant to conform us to our lady to a position of surrender and to an active partition of a participation in um, open our hands to god's will so there's a shift here being right? a parent and certainly yeah being a parent certainly makes takes you into a less selfish state and that you know that's for all parents you know, fathers yeah. and mothers. Yeah. Well, I was uh, thinking too. I remember early on doing a study with young moms, and when I was a young mom, and one of the things that came up was vocation and what a vocation is, and motherhood being a vocation, and a vocation is anything that leads us to closer to God, and so it really fits in well with what you said. Motherhood 
forms us rather than we forming, mm-hmm. other, you know, changing others. It mm-hmm. changes us. It mm-hmm. strips us, actually. I mean, mm-hmm. we, sometimes I feel yeah. very stripped and bereft in some of my motherhood. But, you know, there again, God is there and Mary's there with her mantle of protection mm-hmm. over me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, well, think it, about it. If, if we had it all figured out and we did it all right and got it all right. We would be number one, very prideful, but two, we really wouldn't need God. Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, it'd be like I've got this down, and I'm the perfect person, the perfect mother. I mean, so it it is um, an opportunity. Motherhood teaches us to say yes. I call it the school of surrender because it teaches us to surrender to God. It mm-hmm. teaches us to say yes. How many times do we have to say yes to God in motherhood? You know, right. whether it's a screaming baby or a rebellious teenager, we try our best to. To rectify the problem, and ultimately we have to say, "Lord, Thy will be done." Well, talk us a little bit about consecrating consecrating your children to the Blessed Mother, and what does this mean for our children? Well, so I, I recommend consecrating ourselves to the Blessed Mother. You know, the thirty three day consecration, and um, I, I can't recommend that strongly enough. So many people are doing that, but in light of that, as parents, just like we consecrated our children to God through baptism. We have the spiritual authority over our children, particularly our, our, their, the ones that are not yet adults, to, um, to consecrate them to the heart of Our Lady as well. So essentially, people can find a consecration prayer on my website at memoraryministry.com. It's a free download. It's a consecration prayer of a child to Mary, to God through Mary, where you basically take the child and you pass them through the heart of Mary and you surrender, surrender them to the Lord. I, and also to claim their baptismal vows, you know, um, this idea that we claim God, we claim those children for God at baptism, and yet we forget. They have God's property and possession after that, and they're full of the theological virtues of faith, hope, and charity. So we have to constantly remind ourselves, and we don't really need to remind God, but we can. These children belong to you, Lord. Let the, bow, the vows of their baptism rise up like a river within them you know, to bring them alive in faith, hope, and love. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, constantly placing them into the heart of Our Lady, which is a safe refuge for our children and for ourselves, our families. But to say they're, they're our ladies as well. We give them to Our Lady. And let we the ask graces, her to watch over them. Let the graces of that sacrament strengthen them, too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think so that is powerful. I think that is such an important part point to make about baptism because it's kind of can be seen like, well, this is just what we do. We go and we get them baptized. Right. But the power of that sacrament. There are graces that come from oh, it. We don't to realize. unleash that. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, Judy, let that river run through. It's such a beautiful image when you say that. The water. Well, yeah, I have a whole chapter on the power of the baptismal vow in um, my book, Mary's Way. I really encourage people not just to get the book, but for that chapter alone, it's worth it to understand what baptism does to us and why it's so important. And what, you know, it seals our children permanently for all eternity with the cross of Christ. It makes them his adopted sons and daughters, hence Mary's children, because all who belong to Christ belong to Our Lady. She's our mother, given to us by Jesus on the cross. So there's another chapter in the book that's just an apologetics chapter on why Mary, why do we need Mary, and why Mary's intercession. Because I'm an evangelical who returned to the Catholic Church, um, raised Catholic, but made a segue through the evangelical church. And so many people don't understand, why do we need Mary in our life? Why can't we just go to Jesus? So there's a whole chapter that biblically explains why we need Mary, Mm. why we need her intercession, especially at this moment in history, where um, if you look at the Old Testament, there's this wicked queen, Jezebel, who's kind of like what I call her Eve on crack. And Jezebel (laughs) is a specific spirit that takes a specific role in a culture. 
And we in this culture are very much under the influence of the Jezebel spirit. She's the antithesis to Our Lady and the spirit of Our Lady, which is the spirit we're meant to be under, where it's submission and obedience to the will of God, not rebellion against the will of God. And there's, you know, there's a chapter on that as well. So there's a lot of really pertinent things to this moment in history, not just praying for our children, but what we're up against as mothers that people really need to know. Well, you know what? It's interesting because you hit on something a, a, a couple minutes ago about how we have to give our kids back to the Lord. And I'm hearing that. And for the second time this week, I'm like, okay, what are we saying here, Lord? You know, but I get that, especially as I, you know, your nest empties, you really have to turn them over and this entrusting, you know, our hearts and our children to the heart of Mary who will take them to the Lord is so powerful. But I, I do, we need to ask you, we have about one minute left, Judy. What is the takeaway message you want mothers to know from your book, Mary's uh, Way in Trusting Your Child to God? You can trust Our Lady to take care of your children. Give them to Our Lady. Go to my website, memoriaministries.com, download that consecration prayer and pray it every day for your children. Somebody actually had a miracle. Uh, their son was struggling with addiction. He and his wife got this consecration prayer and started praying it every day. Within a week, their son was in rehab, and he's been there for the last year, sober. So the, he was like, wow, I mean, this is pretty incredible. I mean, so Our Lady will come to our, you know, she ne- she'll come to our defense. She'll come to our aid. She'll come to our, the aid of our children. We need her help, and um, especially when we give our children to her and say, Mama, they're yours. <laughs> you know, this is bigger than me. You take them to Jesus, and you secure the miracles that I need for their lives. And, and she, she will do it. And she'll she do will, it. Yep. She'll do it. The yep. minute I, what I have learned since being entrusting my prayers to her and my children to her has been that. You know, there are times when I don't even know my kids need prayers and she's taking care of them. I know. That's it's what's amazing. a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yes, I've Amen. witnessed that too. Wow. All right. She's, well, she's the most powerful intercessor. There is no one that can pay, pray for us more potently than Our Lady. Amen. Amen. She's most intimate with God. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. I love her very much. <laughs> Judy Klein of Memorari Ministries, thank you so much for joining us today to talk about your book, Mary's Way, The Power of Entrusting Your Child to God. You just keep up that great work, Judy, and I, we hope to meet you someday. You're <laughs> be fun to hang out with. <laughs> Amen. I'm hoping to get up there to one of your uh, Barbara Howell's things. I, you, my friend, your friend, tell her hi. <laughs> yep, you bet. All right. Come visit you girls. That'd be great. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> all all right. look forward to it. God bless. God bless y'all. Bye-bye. Oh, that was delightful. That'd be a great book for Mother's Day. Yes, it Check would. it out at it Divine Treasures. Be. It would be. Well, we are grateful for Fred Haas Law Offices for supporting Catholic women now. If I ever needed an attorney to represent me in a personal injury, Fred Haas is the man. He gives personal attentions to his clients. He listens carefully. He sorts through the information. And he gives wise counsel as to guidance and to how to handle your case. Fred Haas is located in Des Moines, but he serves clients throughout all of Iowa. Potential clients will receive a free consultation. Uh, 515-256-6301-888-338-6535 on the web at fredhaas.com fred double d haas double a and that comes to the close of another great show we want to thank you, judy klein for joining us today and should we close in prayer yeah i mean you know i'm going to do the memory this morning because um our lady takes our prayers with that I prayer that so prayer. powerfully so remember almost gracious virgin mary never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, we fly into thee, O Virgin of Virgins, our Mother. To you we come, before you we stand, sinful and sorrowful. 
O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not our petitions, but in your mercy, hear and answer us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beautiful prayer. Well, thank you for joining us today. We appreciate your prayers, and please consider supporting the mission of Iowa Catholic Radio with an online donation. The Iowa Catholic Radio Rosary is next. Now go do impossible things with God. Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. And Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder every Thursday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. On the radio voice for Catholic Women Now. 1150 a.m., 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. And on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Iowa Catholic Radio. Catholic Radio.